0: And the days are loaded Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed Everybody knows the war is over Everybody knows the good guys lost Everybody knows the fight was fixed
1: Everybody knows it takes a thief, Sarah (laughs) Dillon. Wait, what? Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Uh, Nibbler.
2: And I'm Sarah Dillon. It's already been a morning. (laughs)
1: Yes, we have had a huge morning already before we even start the show. Uh, We've got a lot of stuff coming up today on today's show that we've been uh, getting ready for, including a gigantically huge, very famous... A
2: gigantically huge?
1: Yeah, maybe I shouldn't call him Huge. Um,
2: but gigantically huge, sounded like <laughs> it's,
1: it's double. That's how excited I am. That's a how little big redundant it is.
2: and awesome.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh, a huge guest coming up on today's show. Yeah, going to be here in a little while. Um, I am looking forward to this.
2: I am too, and I think that you guys will be pretty stoked about it I too. I
1: think you will. I think you know who this person is. Um, so we've got uh, we've got that coming up. We've got we've got another edition of Ball Talk, of course.
2: Yes, and we're going to be doing some entertainment news, which I'm really nervous about.
1: I know we have got entertainment news. I don't know time. why. Sarah Dilling's entertainment news. I
2: don't know. Yeah. Why are you
1: so nervous? About I have this?
2: no idea. I don't know. It's just you and me sitting in a room. Yeah.
1: We've got to figure out what our uh, what our music bed is going to be. Yeah, we've got to
2: figure out a theme for it, too. Yeah. Because I think a theme song would be fun. Because yeah. you have your balls to the wall.
1: That's right. So, we, yeah, we've got to come up with something for that. And we also got a message of somebody wanting to bid on your. Um, your MySpace page that you were talking about yesterday.
0: Woo.
2: So
1: we had Court and Fatboy on yesterday and mm. somebody is trying to buy another Sarah Dillon is trying to buy your MySpace Yes, a so
2: folk singer named Sarah Dillon uh, has MySpace.com slash Sarah Dillon music. Yeah, she and looks kind of slutty too. She did look kind of slutty, but she sings like sweet, folky music and, um, and she wants mine because my URL is a slash Sarah Dillon. And so she was asking me if I'd maybe be willing to sell it to her. So, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I want to figure out how much I could get for this. I think I want to aim big.
1: Yeah, no, I think you ask high and then see what she'll do. Okay. I mean, I'd go, I don't know. Yeah, I'd I'd ask for a high amount.
2: I think I'm going to go for like 500 bucks.
1: Yeah, I'd go for 500 and see if she'll like do 250 or something.
2: Yeah, of course. Now she's listening high.
1: to this. No, she knows the strategy already.
2: <laughs> she might not, and
1: she knows. I think she's slutty <laughs>
2: and sexy. <laughs> yeah. So you start off the show calling me a thief. So why don't yeah. we talk about? So we went to a lot of places this morning. We we're getting getting shit done. And one of our stops that we made was to Fred Meyer. Yes, it
1: was for a for a dinner party that we're going to be going to. Yes,
2: and yeah, because we had to buy things. We, we bought vast amounts of alcohol, which we'll talk about. in a uh, Yes,
1: <laughs> we far more alcohol than food for this dinner party.
2: Seriously, so we're there, and you know, like Nibbler and I have split up everything. You know, so we each have like bottles of wine, mashed potatoes, you know, like stuff, and we're bringing stuff up. And uh, you know, when you go to the self checkout at Fred Meyer, you know, they have to check your ID. So you know, I already go. You know, so I have some wine, so I go up and give the girl my ID, and she's already not very friendly. Yeah. And so then I go back, I'm like, okay, scan all my stuff. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> and Greg's already done, and mine's taking forever. And then uh, so I scan all my stuff and have it all in the bag, and then uh, it won't let me swipe my debit card. And so I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's like you. And then the thing on the sign says, on the thing says, attendant needs to speak with you. You need to scan all your items, you know, through. Yeah, that's why
1: I hate those self scanners. Yeah. They always do that shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. And so this woman's sitting there glaring at me, and she's like, she's like yelling across the store. She's like. Uh, ma'am you need to scan all of your items before you put them in the bag and i'm like i did scan all the items she's like it says right here that you have 18 pounds extra in there and you need to scan all your articles and she was she was
1: yelling this across like across, across all the, so everybody within no yeah within 100 feet could hear me, that and
2: i have one paper bag sitting there one paper bag sitting on the thing and i'm like uh i scanned everything and she's like what about that plastic basket that plastic basket is sitting right there i'm like You me that like two ounce basket I'm like okay so I took off the plastic basket and set it on the ground I'm looking around like I don't know where this 18 pounds I'm coming from and she like just humps and like sets her shit down and comes over and you saw it and then she starts rooting around in my bag yeah. looking for you have like
1: four b- items in your bag and four total items.
2: and she's rooting around looking for 18 pounds of food that I've shoved <laughs> into one paper bag that I'm like stealing and then, so I like, have a
1: mashed potato <laughs> addiction
2: I'm sorry I like, I can't get it enough. so she's like angrily throwing things around looking for the, you know, the stolen food. She doesn't find anything, of course. She's like, huh. and she doesn't even apologize. She no. Just kind of sets all my shit back down and runs back over to her computer and like overrides the system. Yeah, just all yeah.
1: pissed off like it's your fault <laughs> that the machine screwed up. Like, maybe you still are hiding it. She just doesn't have time to figure it out where I you're know. doing it.
2: You know what? There are things buried inside of the mashed potatoes. <laughs> she probably like
1: took your picture, too. It's like putting probably. it up there. Watch well, out for this woman.
2: If you're accusing someone of stealing and then you find out you're wrong, wouldn't you at least make a joke or something be like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Or, you yeah, know, ha, all ha, these ha, stupid
1: ha. machines, um, yeah. you know, something. Yeah, no, it's, it's more like it's your fault that it's got screwed up.
2: Exactly. It's my fault that I'm secretly trying to steal 18 pounds of food. I just
1: picture you like stuffing mashed potatoes into your coat. Like, Seriously.
2: Just, <laughs> but that would, that would make even more sense than her like thinking that I shoved 18 pounds of food into a bag. <laughs> like what? No one's going to notice this. <laughs> Nobody's going to notice if I pack it full. Yeah, she was not very friendly. So we're doing that. And then Nibbler's already done. He's kind of laughing at me. He's like, what are you I'm trying to steal some shit? <laughs> and I feel like... Thief! It, I know she's embarrassed me. I'm like, she's yelling this in front of everybody.
1: Yeah. Oh, God, it was awful. <laughs> and I, 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 those people seem like the angriest people, the ones that work at those, totally those self-checkout things.
2: And it seems like they have the least amount
1: to do. All they yeah. do is really stand there, check ID or override something mm-hmm. once in a while. That's it.
2: No, she was just standing there, you know, like staring into space. Maybe she was aggravated that she actually had to work. Oh. oh.
1: No, I, I don't want to walk the 10 feet over to look at someone. Do you think it's time?
2: So we purchased. Yes. Yeah, so we should open our Mickeys and talk about how much alcohol we purchased for All today. All right.
1: All right. We did. Okay. This is a friendly dinner party we're going to, but we are bringing. Well, we're already drinking our Mickeys. Yeah. Um, cheers. Cheers.
2: Cheers. Malt liquor. It's Friday. It's a malt liquor day. It's malt it's liquor ev- Friday.
1: Every day is Friday for Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. True. Um, mm. Yeah, so we have. Ah. We're bringing Beer. We've got okay, so we
2: have six tall boys. We have, we have a six pack of PBR tall boys. We have two, well, two Mickey's, but not any more. So yeah, those, those, will, those will be gone.
1: We have two gigantic bottles of wine, like not the regular. They're size, the double they're like, bottles. Yeah, the double bottles. So, so we two, have four
2: bottles of wine,
1: four bottles of wine, and then um, a pint of whiskey <laughs> that we're bringing to a dinner party. So, just <laughs> us, and we're probably the only ones that, that are going to be drinking this stuff.
2: Probably not, because I know some of the people that are going to be there, and they're they're luscious like we are.
1: All right, so maybe. Ah, uh, you know we'll end up drinking.
2: Yes, drink. I mean, come on, we're going to see some media people, and you know, media people are all—we're all just a bunch of fucking drunks.
1: <laughs> the secret but is out. Not
2: you, not you, yeah, no, you—you're not a drunk.
1: No, I'm not, neither are you.
2: No. Well, I was talking to oh, the to invisible person that was. listening. The invisible person. Oh yes.
1: Well, that that media person that's listening yeah. right now. Oh no, no, you're a drunk. No, so am
2: I? No, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: Everybody's drunk. <laughs> and we
2: found each other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Funemploymentradio.com. Mm. Oh God.
2: So yeah, so we did that. we have been running around all morning.
1: Yeah, it's it's been crazy. There's something else. Uh, so I wanted to talk about something. I don't even know how to transition into this. I just noticed it on the screen. To reminding myself to talk about this, been getting people emailing talking about a weird thing on our photos.
2: Okay, what is it?
1: Okay, so we put our photos
2: on our website. Yeah,
1: the photos that we posted at funemploymentradio.com. 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 I, I believe is what you type right into now. your browser. And uh, you go there. There's there's a picture of Sarah and I. We, we've been doing this for the last couple of days, posting pictures of ourselves. Every yeah,
2: because we, we, a lot of you might not know what we look like. And so we want you mm-hmm. guys to kind of know that we're real people sitting in, you know, this tiny room drinking malt liquor every day. Yeah, it's it's <laughs>
1: real. We're not making anything up. We're not putting on airs.
2: And plus, we're just kind of full of ourselves and we like to take pictures of ourselves. Yeah,
1: pretty much. <laughs> so so anyway, on these pictures, though, there's like spots on the picture. Yeah,
2: see, and they look like I'm looking at this right now. It looks like an orb or something. Now, what? Like an orb. Look at that. See. Do you see that?
1: Yeah, there's one like on your dress right there.
2: Yeah, there's one on my dress. Wait, let me see. I didn't look at your picture though.
1: See, see, but yours. what it, that it, isn't that just a spot on the camera? It's no the one taking the picture. Well, because
2: then I use the same camera to take a picture of you, and that same thing isn't there. But you have a big one on your chest.
1: What the fuck does that mean? See, see? look
2: right there. Yeah, but yeah. So if you go to Fun Employment Radio, just go uh, the top posting where it says. Well, actually, it won't be the top posting after we finish this. But um, yeah,
1: but it'll be there for Fun Employment Radio episode eleven.
2: Episode eleven, and there are the two and pictures at the bottom. Yeah. See now that's, that's weird. Kind With of all this creepy. ghost
1: talk that we've been having. I swear half our show is is ghost and pee. But um. We had Aaron Duran on the other day, and he was talking about how this the house may be haunted. And my dog, every day we're recording, my dog comes in here, sits in the corner, and stares at the uh, at the corner.
2: Oh my god, and she's it's, over there, and
1: it's just it's really unnerving. And now all these people are sending in stuff. You probably have bodies in your wall. There's probably people that died there because well, that was 102 weird. years old. But yeah, this is weird. These pictures, I I just don't understand why. I
2: so mean, you know I guess what now that I think are, about right? it.
1: Yeah, well, explain.
2: It's like a little like traveling spirits, like it's but um like they could be like traveling around from somewhere and then you catch them in a moment in time and that's it there. It's a little circle. You sound like such a hippie right now. I know totally. <laughs> They're flying um, around. I can read this, your aura. <laughs> your aura, man. Um I mean that's
1: <laughs> I'm Sorry, I can't get over that. Greg, uh,
2: you've got to understand that your house is haunted.
1: I don't want to think about it like that though.
2: Okay, well, if people are emailing Like I love emailing... that kind of
1: stuff, but I don't want to think about my house being like that. And I don't want to think about orbs standing in front of me while I'm taking pictures. Oh,
2: no, it's just a spirit trying to find a body. So maybe it'll just, uh, you know, possess you sometime, and then you won't have to worry about it. Well, now I kind of want to go take pictures the- and see if it shows up again. <laughs> yes. Do you want to eat some of my 18 pounds of mashed potatoes I stole from Fred Meyer?
1: I actually did steal them. I can't get enough mashed potatoes.
2: Oh, there's a thing about kicking a girl while she's down. I'm like counting my pennies <laughs> to make sure that I can afford to buy food, and then she's just. Like, I
1: just picture you getting caught doing it. <laughs> I'm
0: so sorry. I'm
2: so sorry. I'm too much of a wimp to steal. I have really? friends who have actually like since they. have I'm, I'm not going to name any names. I'm not even going to tell you who it is. But I have friends who like now since they're lacking money have started stealing. Oh, really? hmm At this age? But yeah, Isn't that something that you do when you're. Yeah, but I mean. Twelve. But like from big corporations or something. Oh, or, like, so then like, it's not, not from real, small money. businesses, Yes, but um, like, like what?
1: Like what do they steal?
2: Like if they go to like Walmart or something, they'll steal like toothpaste and toothbrushes. Is it really <laughs> worth it. See, this is what. Th- why is that? Maybe even it's the worth- thrill. I'm too much of a pussy. I couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, is it worth getting you know arrested over a tube of toothpaste? Is that what you want to have to explain? Like when you go to apply for a job somewhere? Oh, I see here you've yeah. been arrested. I stole toothpaste <laughs> from Walmart.
2: Like, That's- really? That's what you times. want to say? <laughs> Call for desperate measures. Oh,
1: wow. Like I don't know. I I think I would find something else besides toothpaste to steal.
2: I know. Why well, I, I when I was younger I wasn't so smart.
1: What did you steal? Toothpaste.
2: <laughs> I didn't steal toothpaste. mashed potatoes. No, my friend Kim, um, man, she was a fucking klepto. She was an amazing friend to have. No, this is this is an actually real friend. Really? Yeah. So I, this actually just reminded me. I'll get back to my story, but um, okay. So she was a complete klepto and loved stealing for herself, loved stealing for her friends. So we lived in uh, I lived on Whidbey Island and we would always go to this place in Mount Vernon. Okay. And I can't remember the name of the mall. Have you heard of Mount Vernon in Washington though?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so there's a mall there. Yeah, how far
1: away is that from
2: It was about 40 like a 45 minute drive. Okay. Okay. Let's check us up. And so we go there and she would uh, empty her trunk out and she would bring Bags from home like but that were from the stores uh, that we would go into and she would put like one of her own shirts or like a pair of pants something in all these bags that look like she purchased stuff and then just go in there like it was fucking Halloween and fill them up Really? So, like, Just
1: like openly
2: openly fill them up. Like I'd be I'd like point out something like that bathing suit's really cute. And then we get back to the car and she'd be like, Here I got this for you and like give me like Oh anything that I thought yeah, anything that she liked, anything that um you know she thought anybody else would. Like she like dresses, she would um try on shoes and then like leave her old shoes in the box and walk out with the new shoes on.
1: Wow. Um, she was what, kind about, of my what about like hero. the tags and stuff that that would beep when you? No, go this is. The... She
2: knew how to dismantle because it wasn't the beeping oh, really? tags back then. It was the um like the ink tags.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. so
2: she yeah she knew how to pop them off without getting uh, the ink on them.
1: She would have been good enough. Well, because on the Rick Emerson show, I remember a couple of months ago we mm-hmm. did that. We uh, I, while Rick was trying to get the the ink tag thing mm-hmm. off of there, we ended up having to smash it with a hammer. So she knew how to just like.
2: She did. She had, well, I mean, like now some she's trick like a to like unlatch the thing. Now she's a Jesus freak and has like sixteen kids. Oh, so, of I mean, course. I haven't I haven't spoken to her in a long time, but she was just insane, and she was also with me because I never had the balls to steal anything big. So she just go steal you guys. Presents. She would steal everything, <laughs> like clothes. Like my mom would be like, "How did you afford all these amazing clothes?" And like, "Oh, they were all on sale." <laughs> Tara got them for me. <laughs> yes. So thank you, Kim. All these years later, Kim. But, Kim, yeah. Um, but. The only thing I ever did steal was cigarettes.
0: Really,
1: I did
2: steal those because Kim was like my bad friend. Like she was yeah. the bad like you know how everyone has their bad friend. She's oh, yeah. the one like I would sneak out with. Like she's uh-huh. the one who like who I started smoking with. And like the first time I drank, we had stolen um, like a bunch of her. Her grandma was a l- drunk and lived with us, and so or lived with Kim, and so we stole a bunch of mini bottles from her grandma that she hid behind her daubers, <laughs> and we like drank all the <laughs> mini bottles and stuff. So Kim was not a good person, and. But uh, we would be both, like, smoking, as I don't now, of course. And no. uh, and they used to have those old things. I don't know if you remember at uh, convenience stores where they would have the cardboard stand and then they'd have rows of cigarettes. Yeah, it was like a stand-alone, stand-alone, yeah. standalone thing, yeah. And so it'd be like when you're talking to the cashier, they'd be right to your left. And you could see all of them. There'd be, like, nine packs of cigarettes just sitting out there. So we got into the habit. It was when, like, Russell brand sweatshirts were really popular. Uh-huh. And it was just, like, the, the pullover hoodies with the front pocket where we'd go in and, like... Get something from behind the counter so the clerk would have to turn around and then just bloop, grab a row of three of them, just shove them into <laughs> our pockets. And so we would, but we wouldn't want to hit up the same place in, more than once in like a month. So we would go to every single store, like, We'd go around like every week and go to different stores because they all had the same display. And then they finally caught on.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, did they catch on that it was you guys doing it? They
2: finally caught on. It was mostly Kim that did it. I only did it a couple times because I said I'm an enormous wimp. Um, and they ended up arresting mm. her. <laughs> but oh. then she was she was very charming and talked her way out of it. So
1: She talked her way out of getting arrested. Yes. So the cops showed up and then they let her go? They
2: showed up. I had to sit down on the curb because they their video surveillance was of her. Mostly doing it. How did she get out of it? She, I, she sweet talked her way out. I don't know. I think she cried. God,
1: damn it. I hate <laughs> that shit. And she was a that super cute. That has never like, worked for me.
2: Yeah, she's a super cute like blonde girl too. Of course. Yeah. Girls can get out of so much
1: stuff. Getting in trouble with cops. I've, I've had a few run-ins with police officers. Like I've never been arrested per se, Oh, like when I'm, you
2: almost were arrested for peeing in public next to the Sandy Hut. Was yes. like that kind of run-in? Hmm. I wonder why you didn't get out perhaps, of that. Maybe because it's disgusting.
1: Perhaps some drinking when I shouldn't have been (laughs) wasn't of legal age I didn't know it was alcoholic
2: (laughs) (laughs) was it like been people who like pretend to drink sparks not knowing yeah I had no
1: idea there was (laughs) alcohol there someone slipped this in my drink (laughs) ah yeah there were there I had a few run-ins along those lines um I had another thing though this is an example of a girl getting out of I really, you could get really in trouble for this. So, uh, my friend had a wedding, and after the wedding got over, it was right here in town, and I lived um, in southeast Portland, like at another place over here. Mm-hmm. He got married at Lorehorst Park, and so after the wedding was done, there was still like half of this keg left, and everybody was leaving. And my friend's like, "Well, why don't you guys just take it over to your house? You guys have fun with it." We're like, okay, so we carted That's this nice. keg like like fifteen blocks down the road. <laughs> Me and this we other like, dude carry keg. We have beer. We got a we keg. And so we get back to my place and there's like, I don't know, maybe 15 people from this wedding come over and are hanging out, including this one girl. Um, I don't say her name. Her name is Jackie and Jackie's hanging out there. We have the keg inside and we're getting kind of loud. You know, it's not too bad, but we have the music cranked up when we're outside and the cops show up because somebody had called on a noise complaint about us. Mm-hmm. And so the cop shows up. He's like, he, luckily he didn't see the keg because we could have actually gotten in a lot of trouble. Oh for that yeah. Cause it wasn't registered to any of us. Um, but we were of age for this thing so the cop shows up and he's like oh you guys need to be quiet and he was wearing one of those like nose guard things or not nose guard but the, the breathing strips oh okay, you know things like about?
2: pull apart your nose yeah like the pull apart breathy- your nose like be... a breathe easy or whatever
1: yeah whatever those things are called mm-hmm. yeah they like strap over the bridge of your nose and he was wearing one of those and um, this girl walks up and she's like so what's that on your nose he's like oh it's a it's a breathing strip and she goes bam and <gasps> pokes him with her finger oh, right between the God. eyes like jabs and goes boom that's funny
2: that's what she said to him. And And she's underage drinking at your house No, she wasn't underage. Oh, okay.
1: But she was really stupid. And this cop just sits there. Like, this was an example of a very cool cop because he could have arrested all of us right there. He just sits there and stares at her for like 10 seconds and then just says, you probably shouldn't do that to a police officer. I'm going to go now, but I don't want to have to come back here. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, you fucking idiot. I, I was so pissed off. I was like, get in the house. I don't even know this girl either.
2: Oh, I sh- I accidentally pushed a cop once. You Actually, pretty recently. How do you
1: accidentally push a cop?
2: Well, maybe we should take a break and then we can go back and talk about it.
1: All right. I'm kind of curious. This is recent?
2: <laughs> this happened about a month ago.
1: Wow. All right. Yeah, I got to hear this story. All right. Yeah. yeah, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll do that. Uh, we've got ball talk coming up. Huge guest. Yeah, I got to know what you did to (laughs) a cop. All right, we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio and now a message from mckay, McKay used, books. used books do you have used books movies cds or video games that you don't read need or use yes. then mckay used books is the place for you awesome At mckay used books you can buy sell or trade used books movies cds and video games yes. bring in your stuff to purchase other items with in-store credit that has no expiration date use your credit for one at a time purchases all at once or even give it away there you go, Jim. McKay Used Books is located at Manaport Plaza, Manassas, Virginia Manassas, Virginia Call us at 703-361-9042 Ooh.
0: McKay Used Books
1: <laughs> the Sarah Dillon's theme song.
2: Seriously? <laughs> it was 15 years ago. Oh, wait, no. Well, the stealing. Not so much the cop.
1: So. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Actually, you guys just heard the advertisement, too, for McKay Used Books, our wonderful sponsor for this week. Yes. Dude, cannot thank them enough. McKay Used Books sponsored this entire week of programming. Stone Brooks. You can check them out at mckayusedbooks.com. Send Stone an email. Let them know how much we appreciate it. How awesome he is uh, for doing this. And if you're anywhere near Manassas, Virginia, <laughs> go, stop by McKay <laughs> Used Books. And
2: then Stone's coming to town sometime soon, isn't he?
1: That's right. Yeah, he's going to be here in a couple of months, I think. So uh, we will definitely be having Stone on the show and uh, buying him some malt liquor.
2: Maybe we can convince them to advertise some more. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> please, please.
2: Please don't, please. Uh, if
1: anybody else out there is interested in sponsoring our show, you can send us an email at funemploymentradio at gmail.com or give us a call at 503-575-9120. 503-575-9120. Actually, we've got some messages. I want to play a couple of messages for you okay. that we have gotten recently. But uh, let's do that in a minute. I want to. I want to hear this. This story of you in an altercation with a cop that was not when you were 15.
2: It was when I was 28.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Well, it wasn't an altercation so much as it was a miscommunication. Right. Okay. Yes. Um, well, this cop, like, so I was in, and here we go, New York City. <laughs> so not only, yeah, I'm, I'm the smartest girl alive, <laughs> let me tell you. And uh, I don't think I've told very many people this story because I was embarrassed about
1: Wait, it. Wait, so this involves a New York cop? A Brooklyn cop. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good God. All right, what yeah. what, what happened? Okay, so what my happened? sister
2: and I are at a bar and uh there's this old guy wandering around outside and he's like like walking around just like little um you know, like short shorts on, with no other clothes on. And he was fine. He was obviously a little drunk. He was like drinking a four loco or something and just like <laughs> woo, and just singing and like swinging having around and having a good time. You know, my sister and I was looking at him just like, oh, you know, whenever guys having a good time, this drunk asshole comes like running out of the bar and he's just like, Hey, I call the cops on you. He's like, I'm a social worker. I'm a social (laughs) worker. And I call the cops on you to this drunk guy who's not hurting anybody. And I'm just like, why did you call the cops on him? And he's like, because he needs help and I'm going to help him because I'm a social worker. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, sure he's
1: a social worker yeah. too. Yeah,
2: and he's just like drunk. I'm like, you're painting a bad picture for social workers, buddy. So the cops come and this, and by, by that time, the old guy is like sitting there on the curb and they kind of start fucking with him and he's just like, you know, he's sitting there and you know, it's just like he's really loud, abrasive cops and they're like, yeah, yeah. and the guy's sitting there and um, like, so this, the, the drunk guy like, proceeds to tell like this whole story about how the you know the the old naked ish guy was like harassing people and stuff when he wasn't so i decided to come up to the cop i'm like i i shouldn't have gotten involved yeah that's my problem but i felt bad because this old guy was just sitting there you know with just a little getting
1: railroaded yeah
2: teeny running shorts on not hurting anybody he was singing and he had stopped singing he looked a little sad so i'm like hey and so I came up to the cops. I'm just like, hey, uh, I'm like, just so you know, I'm like, my sister and I have been standing out here the entire time. That guy wasn't bothering anybody. He was just kind of standing there doing his own, you know, doing his own thing. And the guy, and the cop looks at me. He's like, hey, yo, if you want, if you care so much about him, why don't you take him home with you? That's what the cop said. The cop said that to me, and I'm like, whoa. And then so I joked back. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'll, uh, you know, I'll keep a nice, you know, warm spot in my bedroom, like as a joke. And the cop, I shit you not, goes. Well, I bet if he stayed in your bed, it'd be a warm, wet spot in the morning.
1: The fucking cop said that? So I shoved
2: him. Yeah. Oh, you shoved the cop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he oh said, Oh my the, god. I, but I didn't think. And he just kinda stopped and he like looked at me and I'm like, I'm going inside. And I just turned around and my sister grabbed me and she's Freaking out, she's like, she's like, do you know how much corruption there is in the police force here? And she's just scared, and she's like hiding me in the corner behind a big group of people because she's afraid they're gonna come in and arrest me. And uh, eventually, like the cops leave and they didn't come in and get me. But it was oh man, but it was the rudest thing anyone's ever said to me. Well, and I, was yeah, just, I mean that's it doesn't. I know I shouldn't have, but I and it wasn't really a big like chest shove. It was like a you know like, like oh sorry, just I was <laughs> demonstrating on your bookshelf. Yeah, but it was kind of like a hard shove to the shoulder. Was, I mean that
1: is that is really messed up. Yeah. that he said that, but at the same time, that's a Brooklyn cop. I
2: know it was the dumbest thing.
1: I mean, she's right. They are that's so. There's so much corruption there's, in that. Scene. I
2: know, I know, and it was like three of them, and they were like these three guys, like oh you fuck you fuck yeah, and they're like sitting there, and
1: the cops were saying that.
2: Yeah, no, they're um, the other cops didn't say anything after that because I turned around and left. But you know, as they were sitting there, you know, like making fun of the old guys sitting on the curb, they like they're like you know yeah hooting and hollering like you know like talking to each other so
1: wow yeah you are so lucky
2: I'm so lucky no I'm never yeah I I realize it I realize it was stupid you guys I know them getting lots of emails saying how stupid that was but yes it was stupid I I mean
1: admittedly I was completely fucked up that that guy said that Mm -hmm. but at the same time yeah, you are really Well, you know, really like, your inst- I mean,
2: like your your gut instinct, like I just didn't even yeah. think, because my initial reaction was just like, well, fuck you, you yeah. know, and then I shoved Which
1: is the right reaction, just minus the shoving.
2: Yeah, minus, you know, you don't shove a guy with a gun attached to his head Yeah. <laughs> and a big shiny Brooklyn badge on him. Who
1: can arrest you.
2: Arrest Oh, God, I know, I, that's like... That's, For assault on I an officer, been I mean, assault yes. on an officer. Yeah,
1: yeah, you may still have been in New York City right now. Hey, jeez! I know, and that's why yeah, I'm, like, I've kind of never. Story,
2: people keep telling they, then they get really. They start to dwell on the what ifs. I'm like, oh god, I can't think about the what ifs. Yeah,
1: much. I've always operati- operated under the procedure of not to. No, I've always and, like when the, when the cops come up, I just be quiet. There was there was one time.
2: No, when, and I've um... always been respectful toward cops. You know, like I could never yeah. do it,
1: but but there are some though that are, that are assholes. I remember there was there was one time when um trying to think how I can word this without incriminating my... Well, it was over seven years ago. So I, uh, I had had some drinks, uh-huh. and I was getting a ride home. It was a few buddies of, of us uh, were getting a ride home from another buddy in Corvallis when I was going to Oregon State, and we were driving down the highway. It was in South Corvallis, so it was like a long stretch of highway. And we get pulled over, and the guy starts asking for IDs. He could tell we'd all been drinking. Mm-hmm. And um, my friend and I were in the back, and he, he checked our IDs. We were underage, so he pulls us out of the car... And then tells my buddy who was driving, he's like, all right, you can go home. And we're on the side of this highway, no other cars around. And my buddy's like, okay, because he had been drinking too. So he he just just wanted to, he's like, all right, I'm out of here. See you guys later. Screw you guys. Um, So we're stuck there on the side of the road with this cop and he starts talking to us and he's like, yeah, you guys been fucking drinking, huh? You were drinking. We're like yeah, all right, you got us, you know, write us <laughs> up for an Ooh, MIP or whatever. Yeah, And he... Um,
2: MIP, I haven't heard that <laughs> in so long. <laughs>
1: wow. And and so he uh, he yeah. walks over to my buddy, and my buddy had like a, he was just like kind of punk, I guess. He had the spiked belt on. And he walks over and he grabs my buddy's belt and he goes, what's that for, tying up your girlfriend? And my buddy's just like, I thought he was going to hit him. Which yeah. He, he had kind of a short temper. and uh, And he's like, fuck you man i bet you were the guy that got picked on in high school a lot huh and said that to the cop and the cop like the cop actually got nervous he's like oh no and my buddy's like so do you drink he's like hell yeah i drink beer it's just this total fucking corvallis oh, like cop. Redneck yeah cop. hell yeah oh. i drink beer it's like did you ever drink when you were underage what? no shut up you guys you guys are gonna get arrested if you keep talking so he ends up writing us up um I, at that point, too, I had to I had to go to the bathroom bad, and we're on the side of this highway, and we'd been there for like an hour, and I'm like, dude, I really have to pee. Can I go over there behind the tree? And he's like, if you do that, I'm gonna write you up for public urination. I'm like, alright. <laughs> go <laughs> ahead. You know, I, I can't stop, and I'm not pissing my pants here for you, so mm-hmm. write it up. So he didn't end up writing that up, but yeah, it was just, just an asshole. That's
2: kind of scary that you're yeah. like standing on the side of a highway. And that's like- the
1: thing. Yeah, nobody else around. Mm. Just us on a dark highway with an Angry asshole cop.
2: Yeah, yeah, it and was, just like it was being scary. anywhere with like a s- angry stranger mm-hmm. is kind of freaky.
1: Yeah, with a gun.
2: Yeah, angry stranger with a gun. Jesus, <laughs> it's not a good combo.
1: Yeah, that's terrible. Um, all right, maybe we should change subjects well, here. I think
2: from, we let, Let's
1: direct <laughs> I think the anger in uh, in some other ways. How about a little bit of uh, in theory, a little bit of wait for it. I'm waiting. <laughs>
2: Yeah!
1: I'm Greg Nibbler. I love balls. Let's talk balls. Let's talk balls. All right. In NBA news, I'm going to start saying that faster so you don't have a chance to do that. No, you
2: can't. It's, I, I won't mess up your inflection again.
1: Yes, you will. Um, <laughs> in NBA news, the Blazers are playing Golden State tonight. That should be a pretty good game. They're at Golden State. They they don't have a very good record at Golden State through the years, but they're a much better team. should be interesting. Rajah Bell is going to be on their team tonight, too, on the Warriors. So we'll see how they handle it, and hopefully they don't choke in the fourth quarter like they almost did against Detroit. Um, Allen Iverson news. Well, there was rumors that he was. Well, got dumped from Memphis. Memphis got rid of him, and Memphis is already a terrible team. Well, what team is worse than Memphis? The New York Knicks. And there was rumors that Allen Iverson wanted to go there and that the Knicks would have interest in him. Well, the Knicks came out and said they have no interest in signing Allen Iverson. So (laughs) he is the worst team in the league, doesn't even want Allen Iverson anymore. He still operates under the belief that uh, it's 10 years ago and he was MVP of the league and he was an amazing player.
2: Which one's Allen Iverson?
1: He's a short guy. He For the longest time he had cornrows and he's got like neck tattoos. He I don't think he has the cornrows anymore. He shaved his head now. Um, short guy, really good. I mean, he used to be really, really good, but he's always been kind of a selfish me, 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 me player, which uh-huh. is why he's never really made it very far. Mm-hmm. They made it to the finals once, but he just all, all he cares about is himself. And he doesn't realize that he isn't good anymore. He yeah. needs to be the backup. He's not going to be a starter. Nobody wants him as a starter. But he still thinks that he should be. And he'd rather sit there and not play than accept that. So, Alan Iverson, you are a dumbass because even the Knicks won't take you. <laughs> so, uh, in NFL news, there's a big weekend for the NFL. Um, actually, there's there's well, San Diego is playing Denver. That's probably one of the biggest games of the week. Uh, the Seahawks are at Minnesota. Yeah, good luck Seahawks. That's that's going to be kind of a rough one. Um, Atlanta is going to be playing the future Super Bowl champions.
2: You mean the Giants?
1: I mean the New York Giants. That's going on this week. If the Giants beat Atlanta, uh, then that's pretty much they're going to coast the rest of this this way into the Super Bowl. So I don't I don't think there's really going to be any problem there. Um, and uh, probably the worst game of the week is the team that you just saw recently.
2: The Lions?
1: The Lions. Cleveland Arr. is playing at the Lions. I I don't know who is more horrible, but at this point, I would probably have to go with Cleveland. Uh, oh. I think Detroit is actually better than another team in the league at this point.
2: Oh, so you think Detroit's better than Cleveland?
1: I think Detroit is better than Cleveland. Woo-hoo! Yeah, I think Cleveland is actually going to lose to Detroit in probably one of the worst games of the entire season.
2: I love your predictions because you're usually always wrong.
1: No, I'm. I'm. Sometimes I'm mildly incorrect, but I mean, you know, you got to shoot for the stars sometimes. So yes, that that game is going on this weekend. I may watch that just to see the travesty that is going to be that game in uh, college football. Well, who's going to be crying this weekend? UW probably. Yes. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: Katie, Mrs. Nibbler and I got into an all- argument about WSU versus Utah.
1: Yes, yes, it's a very <laughs> and I don't heated... even
2: care about football.
1: <laughs> I don't know if she does either, but <laughs> it's still that that rivalry between the
2: <laughs> It is the rivalry never goes away. The Cougars and the
1: Huskies. Well, yeah.
2: actually, your
1: Cougars this weekend. They've been crying all season long. They really are Probably what probably, if not they're, they're the terrible. worst team in NCAA Division I football, they are right at the bottom.
2: That's what makes the wins so much sweeter. They
1: don't even deserve to be in the Pac-10 at all. And now that's just be... uncalled. <laughs> it's so Stop true. Stop
2: with your wife, Nibbler. <laughs> that is
1: not, no, that's fact. That is just fact. Uh, they're going to be playing Oregon State uh, this weekend. Oregon State's going to be at Wazoo. And um, Oregon State, I think, is probably just going to kill them, ideally, anyway. Uh, Oregon State. Oregon State's starting to come up pretty good. If they beat them, it's going to set up and Oregon, who is playing Arizona. It's going to set up a big match for Civil War, which is going on next weekend, and that's pretty much going to decide the Rose Bowl. So this could be a huge game as long as as long as Oregon State can take care of Washington State, which which should be no problem. It's pretty much like playing. Hey. David Douglas High School or something um, and oh so did
2: you hear that anyone who's in David D- Douglas High School Nibbler thinks your football team sucks no
1: I you should I, beat him up no I say him. that they're just <laughs> as good as Washington State I say, I'm saying that if Washington State's allowed in David Douglas High School should be in the Pac-10 Um, And Oregon is taking on Arizona. That's going to be kind of a...
2: uh, I think
1: Oregon will take care of that. You went to
2: OSU, didn't you? I did go to OSU. Oh, well, see, there you go. You asshole. That's why you're all, like, aggro. Just like when you get mad at somebody for, like, humping a hot chick. (laughs) Then you're like, you're mad because my team is so amazing and you're threatened because your Beavers might lose. I'm
1: I'm not too threatened by Washington (laughs) State. Uh, But fuck you, Tom Brady, speaking of the hot chick thing. Um, In uh, (laughs) other other news in the uh, football world, let's see, LSU, I think they have a chance to lose to Mississippi. I'm I'm predicting Mississippi could take them out. Um, Cal and Stanford are playing. That should be an interesting game. You never know which team is going to show up. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they suck. Sometimes Stanford destroys Oregon and USC, and then the next week they could be terrible. Well, we'll see what happens this week. Actually, I think Cal may have a chance to uh, to take down Stanford. I think I think it's going to be a, it might be a pretty good game or a horrible game. You never know what's going to happen. Either way, somebody's going to be crying because both of their seasons are on the line with this one. Um, Wisconsin is going to lose to Northwestern because. Uh, well, just because. I really have no reason. I don't really hate Wisconsin that much, but I want them to lose. Beautifully put. Yep, they're going to lose. Uh, Michigan State could you upset totally Ohio State. <laughs> I did. I worked really hard on that one. Uh, Michigan State, though. And this is for uh, for Melissa. Our fan Melissa. Yeah, the Buckeyes are going to lose. Buckeyes will lose. Michigan is going to upset Ohio State this weekend, which is going to be fantastic. And you're
2: back to taunting listeners. That's
1: right. <laughs> hey, I got I to got sometimes, because they taunt me every time I'm mildly incorrect. Um, and, uh... This is another kind of college football news. University of Kansas coach uh, Mark Mangino is getting into a bit of trouble for apparently berating a lot of his players and saying some really inappropriate things to them. I've got a picture of him. We'll post this up. Oh,
2: my God.
1: Yeah. Just the picture alone is pretty funny.
2: He doesn't even look human. He's,
1: he's one of those really, really large football coaches. But he's coaches. like doughy. Yeah, really doughy. Like probably about eight chins Every on Every
2: appendage that's coming out of a piece of clothing is like s- tight and like squeezing out. It's like yeah. overlapping.
1: He's a waddler. Um, and so <laughs> anyway, he's in trouble right now. <clears throat> ah, excuse me. Wow. You're
2: excused. Ew. You're all gassy today, and then you're like in the bathroom forever. And then you just warned me that you have to go in again.
1: <laughs> yeah, after this break. Um, so, so uh, one of his players uh, recalled how in 2007 his younger brother was wounded in a shooting near his home in St. Louis. Not surprising, it's St. Louis. But anyway, this player came back and he was he was late after he was dealing with that, and the coach kept yelling at him, yelling at him, yelling at him constantly about uh, about you know being. Not having his head in the game, really. Not having his head in practice. Because his younger brother just got fucking shot. Uh Well, he kept yelling at this player. And finally, he says to the player, I'll send you back to St. Louis where you can get shot by your homies.
2: Oh my god.
1: Yeah, that's what he said to them. He also apparently made insensitive comments about a player's father being an alcoholic. Uh... People are saying that people are embarrassing this program just for their 15 minutes of fame. All kinds of stuff. He's just a complete asshole and Sounds a complete like jerk off to his players. Kind of reminds me of the Bobby Knight, Bobby Knight type of thing. Only this is even worse, I think, the Bobby Knight. So uh, that guy is getting into a lot of trouble right now. And finally, in hockey finally. news. <laughs> F You're you. loving
2: you, you have big balls today. Oh, there's
1: a lot of balls. Fridays are a good day for balls. This oh, one, that's true. This one, I just want to post this video up on the uh, web on the website because at funemploymentradio.com, just because it's so funny. This was at a hockey game, Anaheim Ducks against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And after the game, the Anaheim Ducks captain, Scott Niedermeyer, uh, walked over to... I love that name. I know, Niedermeyer. 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 Well, he walked over to, uh, to the fans and was handing over his stick to give to this little girl that was, uh, that was sitting in the front row at the game. Well, he hands it over, and all of a sudden, all these people start grabbing for the stick, and it turns into a fist fight over him handing off this stick oh to, the, to these players. It's hilarious. And uh, we'll post that video up at funemploymentradio.com. It's, it really, you just got to see it, it speaks for itself. Awesome. And that concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
2: Ball Talk. All right, so... I need a good theme.
1: We do. We need a theme for you to... Uh, well, while, while you're thinking about what you want for the theme... Yeah. Maybe we can play a couple of these messages about your uh, MySpace space. <gasps> oh, that'd be
2: great, because I still haven't gotten back to her, and I... Really need money.
1: Yeah. So we had a, we had a couple of people call in um, offering, because you were saying, how much should you charge? Yeah. This other Sarah Dillon girl.
2: Yeah. Sarah Dillon wants to buy my MySpace URL, which is myspace.com slash Sarah Dillon. And she wants it. And she offered me financial compensation, but I don't know how much to ask for.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's kind of hard. And so we're asking people to call in 503-575-9120 and say how much you would pay to, uh to get or
2: how much I should ask or how much of? you yeah. yeah
1: yeah how much you should ask I guess and so we, we got a couple of messages here let's see what this one is
0: hey guys it's Andy just wanted to leave a message saying that setting aside the fact that I'm both a teenager and a college student which means I'm broke uh, I'd say uh, fifty dollars for myspace profile name but I'm $50. might be uh, encouraged to push it up to 70 there yeah.
1: are so, 70, bucks. $70. So, is he bucks. saying he would personally pay
2: $70? I think so. For your MySpace? All right, well, that's not too All right, so, too that's bad, a, so I can already tell her I have a $70 offer. Is there another one? All right, let's see what we got here.
0: So, let me get this right. You want to know how much money I'd pay so that when I go to Sarah Dillon MySpace, I can see Sarah Dillon lifting her dress and looking naughty while singing auto tuned folk music? <laughs> well,
2: sign me up for 100 dollars. <laughs> oh my god yeah so that's what we were talking about yesterday is that this Sarah Dillon we were looking at her picture so she's at myspace.com slash Sarah Dillon music and she has all these naughty pictures and one of them she's wearing a dress and totally like lifting it up and flushing her knickers
1: well and see and that's what I think somebody does when they're obviously perhaps lacking in the singing talent department uh, maybe not making it as far as they thought they could flushing um, their vagina
2: like, and using Auto-Tone. Yeah, maybe.
1: yeah it works for some people uh, Britney Spears but um, let's see I think we got one more message here actually let's see what this person says
0: what's up guys and this is and feel free to play this if you want but this is this is Keelan also known as The Um I have a small request um, Sarah I'm your friend on MySpace please don't sell your friends on MySpace to the Canadian lady <laughs> it's 2009 and as a black man I really don't wish to be sold oh my god please. oh
2: thank you <laughs> oh, wow. I Sarah how dare you love you Keelan. <laughs> that's,
1: that, that's hilarious uh,
2: for the win <laughs>
1: yeah I don't think we could top that one alright wow um,
2: well I do have some entertainment news but um, <clears throat> no theme but we can
1: alright I, I think we have the theme music for you okay did you find
2: something <gasps> yes <laughs> but I need to figure out my catchy tagline Oh, yeah. I'm Sarah Dillon. Well, it's kind of... I'm sure I could find a story about balls. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk celebrities. Ooh. Okay, so you mentioned Britney Spears earlier. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember when Britney was going all crazy and she was dating uh, that paparazzi dude, that Adnan G- Yeah, Ghali? yeah,
1: the weird weird dude yes
2: well he is heading to jail for what so he's pleading no contest uh to he pled no contest uh to leaving the scene of an accident after hitting a process server with his car basically mowing this guy down and now uh he was found and he's going to serve 45 days in jail and be placed on uh, formal probation for 36 months oh wow and he's also going he has a year of anger management classes and 45 days of hard labor to pay it off
1: year of anger management (laughs) classes
2: yeah he's kind of crazy i'm
1: not angry
2: He's just still trying to be relevant. He's like, how can I get people to pay attention to the fact that I stuck my penis in Britney Spears? I'll run over my process server. All right, another news. I don't really care, but I know other people do. Oprah tearfully announces the end of her show in 2011. Oh. Yes, holding back her tears, Oprah Winfrey told her studio audience Friday that she would end her show in 2011 after 25 years on the air saying that prayer and careful thought led her to the decision but this is one of those bullshit things because she's saying she's quitting but then it goes on to say the powerhouse show became the foundation of her multi-billion dollar media empire blah 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 she's widely expected to start up a new talk show on OWN the Oprah Winfrey, uh, Winfrey Network a much delayed joint venture with Discovery Communications So she's not going anywhere. She's crying about not having her, you know, network TV job, but she's going on to do yet another show.
1: Yeah, so really it's all just a plea, uh, a whole thing, just to get people to go to her network so she gets all of the money and doesn't have to pay anything. Absolutely. Ah, you know more power to her. No,
2: she's genius, and like yeah. she has her listeners crying and saying how much they're going to miss God, her. Like, why is it
1: that Oprah watchers always bawl? No matter I, what time I've ever seen that, they're always anything mm-hmm. she says. If she laughs, they laugh.
0: Oh, Oprah!
1: No, if she totally cries, they insane. Cry.
2: Yeah, it's like you, you go read this, you eat this, you do this diet. Like they listen to everything. Someday,
1: someday, somewhere in history, like in the future, people are going to look back at history and realize she is a gigantic cult leader. That's how she's going to be looked. Oh at. yeah, because they'll have video of this of just people bowing to every word that Oprah says. Oh,
2: completely. I mean, people will do whatever she says. I mean, Mm. more power to her. I mean, she created her her own empire, but I don't know. I've never really been that interested in watching her show.
1: No, I not No. No.
2: Okay, and uh, speaking of obsessions, New Moon broke the midnight opening records. So this movie has been out for, let's see, exactly 13 hours. It has made, well, at least at the 1201 AM screenings, made $24 million. Holy
1: shit. $24 million at... For just the midnight screening For just screening.
2: the 1201 screening Those are the midnight numbers And uh, predictions are rolling in That it's going to beat Both the Dark Knight And Harry Potter And the ha- uh, Half-Blood Prince's numbers Why? Those are such better movies
1: I know Then New Moon I mean I don't I have not seen New Moon I do not want to watch New Moon I am Moon. totally
2: going to see New Moon tomorrow if
1: Twilight is so stupid I just cannot get over the fact Of how dumb it really is Not only from the uh, it's, There's just a litany of reasons It's
2: silly It's silly But it, I found it entertaining My sister hated it My mom hated it My friends and I though um, Like I loved it I didn't watch it When it was in the theater I didn't see it till it was on DVD The first one It's entertaining It's, it's stupid It's
1: terrible writing Terrible acting And the actors and And actresses They aren't even that good looking They're pretty cute no, they are not. Kristen guys, Stewart is not hot. Well,
2: no, Kristen Stewart kind of looks like Robert a Robert
1: Pattinson is one of the ugliest dudes I've ever seen Robert on Pattinson screen. Robert
2: Pattinson is a pretty man. Robert, seriously? Well, I, I only... Okay, let me tell you this. I don't like him as Robert Pattinson. I like him as Edward Cullen. Like, I like... When he's in character, yeah. I find him attractive. In real life, he just looks like a like a shit show. Like I, I have no desire for him in real life.
1: Did I tell you about... Uh, I went and rented Year One last weekend, which was a horrible movie as well, but while I was there, I was looking around uh, Blockbuster, Hollywood, wherever I was I was at, uh-huh. and there was a movie there devoted entirely to Robert Pattinson, a fan movie called Rob Sest.
2: Oh my God, a really? A two-hour
1: <laughs> movie. I had to pick it up because I had to see what it was. Two-hour movie called Rob Sest. Devoted to the life of Robert Pattinson.
2: Oh wow! What a
1: jackass! I hate Rob Sess. Rob Sess. That's obsessed. pretty bad. But
2: the guy who plays—and I know I sound like a pedophile, so I'm sorry—but yes. the guy well, who you plays are. Uh, mm,
1: Well, no, not technically. You haven't not, done anything. <laughs> I
2: know. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs>
1: Sarah Dillon pedophile. A, don't
2: speak like that's like a truth. Like, oh no, no, you are <laughs> a pedophile. But the guy who plays the werewolf, who, who plays Jacob, is fucking hot. I'm just saying he's hot, but at, once again, and as how old is he?
1: Seventeen.
2: He's eighteen, right? I think. Um, but he's hot as Jacob, not in real life. Like in real life, he looks like a boy, and jake as Jacob. He looks like a man. But <laughs> let's move forward, shall we? So, nibbler, I found this story just for you. All right. And it's about one of your favorite girls in the world. Do you want? Do you want to guess? Just take a guess. Ooh,
1: ooh, favorite girls in the world. Um, God, uh,
2: Shakira. No, we talked about her yesterday.
1: We talked about her yesterday. All
2: right, I'll just tell you. Tila Tequila oh, okay. films herself naked during live online rant. Of course she does. Wait a minute, what? She, so she she filmed herself naked. Just okay. Get this. It gets bad. Reality TV show star Tila Tequila took off all of her clothes for an online rant and her Ustream page on Thursday. The MySpace popular artist danced on her in her naked glory during a live video streaming ranting about her personal hygiene and her ex boyfriend. <laughs> According to TMZ, the 28-year-old MTV reality show personality stripped down to her birthday suit and ranted for hours about almost everything.
0: Wow. She claimed
2: that people called her an attention whore. But excuse me, I'm a grown-ass woman, and I'm confident in myself. I'm a grown-ass woman! I think a woman's body is a beautiful thing. That's why I'm a lesbian. I was born naked. Anyone who's against that is gay and in denial. She also goes on Wait, to say... anyone
1: who's against that is gay and in denial? Right. If you're in
2: denial that you were born naked, you're gay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Alright.
2: She also said she's an angel because, quote, she is here to save the world with her army. Tila Tequila, real name (laughs) Tila Nguyen, allegedly also called San Diego Chargers linebacker ex-boyfriend Sean Merriman a woman beater. The surprising move comes just days after she filed a $1.5 million lawsuit against Merriman for allegedly beating her and detaining her against her will in September and I have not told you the best part.
1: How can it get any better than this? What, what, what? What is it?
2: She's on her period during this. Oh, no! And in the video... Oh! See, they don't highlight this in this news story. In the video, there's a string. And she decides on video... They've taken the video down now, so you can't find it. Oh, damn it. To remedy that problem. To take it out.
1: Oh, wow. So she's
2: drunk, rambling for hours, naked and rips out her tampon.
1: That is dis- That's
2: Entertainment News people.
1: Gustic. Good god. Wow. How
2: was my first day? Was it okay?
1: That is pretty damn good. Thanks. Yeah, I would say that's pretty good. Sarah Dillon's Entertainment News. Oh. oh, that's such a horrible Our mystery image. guest
2: is calling. We should take a break.
1: All right. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back here in just a minute with our super secret mystery guest. And uh, before we get that, don't forget, you can check us out at FunEmploymentRadio.com. And we are now on Twitter at Twitter.com slash FunEmpRadio. And you can give us a call at 503-575-9120. Back in just a moment with our mystery guest here at Fun Employment FunEmploymentRadio. Ladies and gentlemen, I think you now know who our very special Portland icon guest is. Yay! Welcome to Fun Employment Radio, the one and only Mr. Rick Emerson. Why, hello there.
2: And we brought Rick, of course, our Mickeys. We we have Mickeys number two. Yes. Let's crack Mickeys em. number
1: two. All right.
2: All right. Mickey's Here we go. Mickeys number and, two
3: sounds like something else. And Rick's on <laughs> Mickeys number one. Yes. Here we go. Oh, Yay. yeah. Now it's a show. Excellent. Welcome. Oh wow! This is. <laughs> Do they still make Mickey's uh, wide mouth like in the bottle,
2: like the little grenade things? Yeah, it looks, it, it, I it's haven't like seen the
3: grenades in a long bottle. time.
2: I don't know. I I know that they sold them at the Delta for a long time, like the Delta on yeah, Woodstock. Right. I don't know if they still make them though. My yeah, dad used
3: to drink those. That was my first experience with Mickey's wide mouth. Is my dad would every so, and I don't know, if, like if Mickey's costs more. Does it cost more than like regular? Is it no. beer or is it is it it's, malt, it's liquor? malt liquor? It's technically malt liquor. Yeah,
2: it's a dollar fifty-five every yes. day.
3: Fine malt liquor, according to the label. <laughs> uh, so I, maybe that was like on payday or something, or like when the scratch offs went his way, because he would occasionally forego his usual, uh, <gasps> like his usual Schlitz or um, or Olympia. <laughs> And uh, or Meisterbrau which was the other big uh, that was the other big beer Meisterbrau. Meisterbrau you've never even heard, you've never heard of Meisterbrau no, no I've heard of
2: Schlitz though we were, t- we're talking yeah, about yeah oh Schlitz I used to drink day.
3: Schlitz in college Schlitz yeah. is good people yeah. yeah. think that Schlitz sometimes like I'll mention that and they think it's fake that's made up uh-huh. Uh because I think there was like Schatz beer which was on Laverne and Shirley but um, but my dad drank this stuff called Meisterbrau which is just as high brow say. <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: if it but, has brow in it then it has to be and high umlauts brown. and it
3: had the full on like, oh that was like uh, Loewenbrau yeah Loewenbrau Lion's beer. <laughs> but occasionally he would bring home them like a six-pack of Mickey's Wide Mouth with the weird, like, it was like a pull-tab type lid on top. Anyway, and so I always associate that with the finer things in life. Well, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
2: to Fun Employment Radio, the finer thing in life. Oh, oh. Absolutely. Well, if anyone's listening and they don't live in Oregon and they're not aware of who Rick Emerson is, A, shame on you. Yes, and uh, B, we all used to work together up until uh, recently, hence the term "fun employed." Uh, so Rick is has been the host for many many years of the Rick Emerson Show, and he's fucking hilarious and awesome. And I just said the F word, and it
3: makes him nervous. I know, I, it's, <laughs> yeah. just, it's weird. It's like I the,
1: know, yeah. The when we first started doing this, it still freaks me out. I would listen yeah. back, and I'm hear the like, fuck, and I'm like, you oh shit! I yeah. put that on the podcast. <laughs> that went out over the air. But know, it doesn't but fucking now, matter.
2: But now we're too deep in. It's like okay what's it like having it doesn't feel like it's only been like what three weeks
1: yeah I mean well we had Court and Fatboy over here yesterday too and we were all talking about that Like,
3: it, what is today today's the the tw- what? I don't uh, know I have to look at my Blackberry I don't even I know what day it Friday. is a day I yeah. think it's Friday Friday, that's something.
2: Friday November 20th
3: so it hasn't even been a month that is the so 23rd weird was our last show the 23rd of October
2: oh man yeah. look how quickly
3: we've degenerated into alcoholism <laughs> <No. and> profanity <laughs> Awesome.
2: You know what? I've been talking for eight years. I have no idea what else to do, and uh, neither does uh, unemployment or the employment office because they can't seem to find anything for me. Oh
3: man! So do you have to do that thing where you where you, you go to the three hour seminar?
2: No. no. Oh, you
3: bastard! What is that? Son's well, I bitches. haven't checked
2: my mail what? today. But... Oh,
3: you got to check your no no no. You got to be and like if you <gasps> no because get... I
2: I have no I I applied for the iSkills thing and I got the debit card.
3: Wait, I didn't get that. You didn't get see? A debit I card? didn't get this either. Although
1: I apparently kind of screwed up and I didn't realize you had to refile every week fail yeah, so yeah has, no you
3: gotta no because yeah. they think you've got I, a job otherwise
2: no every Sunday you have to sit down at a well, computer kind of and be that like up. yes you, you make, a re, make
3: that a recurring task in your Blackberry that's what I do <laughs> yeah yeah. it I wakes will. me up every morning at 9am and, <laughs> <file. laughs> and it just says in big letters like file for unemployment no I
2: wait what debit card they I mean. send me like a Visa debit card in the mail and they're like this is your this is your card issued from the government I haven't but and you have to like call a number to activate it. So but what, I is it, like,
3: where, what does it do? Where's the money?
2: It's in there.
3: But is it just like an account for your unemployment? Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, so
2: they just sent me, and it just says Visa, and then it says like debit on the bottom, and then it's like this is your government card. So they
3: automatically just like reload it when you. Yes, yeah, so
2: I guess they reload it that every is week. Sweet.
1: So if you don't spend it, you just can like save up all this tons of money. for Oh it. yeah, I kind of want to get it out of that.
2: Account, I wouldn't though. leave it there though. Yeah, no. no, the man yeah, like, yeah, he's like, oh, you got a job? Oh, screw you. You can.
3: <laughs> okay, yeah, I got this. See, and I I got the big stack of letters to the unemployment office, and the first one was like. Thank you for registering, and the second one was something else. And it, but I just put them all on the counter, and I was just going to ignore mm-hmm. them, and then I didn't, and I'm glad because one of them was, because it, 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 they make you go online and do the, uh, and I have this big epic blog post about this that I've been working on that I haven't actually, it'll be up at some point, but mm-hmm. it's where I went through, and um, you have to fill out that I match skills thing mm-hmm. where it's like this is you know my skills and this is what I can do and this is what I have experience doing. And I took screen captures of every stage of it. And so I'm going to do like a little, like a, with commentary. Like, like a, a running, montage. Totally. Like, yeah, like a little running, uh, like a little running essay about filling that out. But, uh, so I did that. And then I got this thing in the mail saying that I have to go to a seminar where they teach me. Don't you laugh. It, a, a seminar, you fuckers, for how I, uh. <laughs> See, this
2: is how Rick really talks. <laughs> to,
3: where they teach me to look for work. And then it says, this will take three and a half hours. <gasps>
2: What that the hell? Are you what did you, you register to to for? Yeah.
3: says right below that, failure to attend will result in cancellation and denial of your benefits. So it's like, that's the, that's the big hammer. They, and it was supposed to be for this coming Monday when I'm going to be in Utah. Yeah. And so I immediately called up. And, and my, had to
2: wait on the phone for 15 minutes. Like, estimated time is 17 minutes. And my
3: first thing was to say, like, well, I can't do it because I'm going to be gone for days on end. And then I realized... That that's not true because oh, yeah. because you're if that working. were true. You're I would actually, be here looking for work. That's yes. what you're doing.
1: Yes, because every day to, that's what we do
3: here. Yes, there's like part of the questionnaire where it's like, have you been away from your residence for more than three days? Like, no, of course not.
1: Oh, Absolutely <laughs> not.
3: So anyway, so I, I don't. So know how did I, you get out of it? Well, I called up and I was just like, uh, I'm gonna be gone for two days and one of them is Monday the 23rd I'm not going to be able to and they're like oh you got to go to that they'll deny your benefits and I said now what what if I just can't though and he's like but they were so deliberately vague about it they said um, um, they said well you've got to go near that time and I said okay but like do I have to go before the 23rd?" and he goes, "Well, right around there." And I said, "Okay, but, <laughs> but What, what happens if I don't go to this seminar before the 23rd?" And he said, "Oh, don't don't let that happen, sir." And I said, "Okay, but I'm oh not going to be wow. here." "What happens if I'm not here?" And he and he finally said, "We'll go as soon after that as you can." And I said, "Okay, so like if I go sometime Next week, but next week is Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's just like, "Well, you don't want to let it go too long, or we'll turn off your benefits." And then that was, that was the end of the call? So like now, <laughs> and I so don't you know. have no idea, I have no idea. So I could basically like get off an airplane next week and then immediately run to the <laughs> seminar. For three hours, three and, we half. Have, hell, three and, get, and a half. Yeah, what the hell? What is it's like a job seminar or how to look for Maybe jobs? Maybe you had or... some
2: promising skills that we didn't. think <laughs> yeah, like, they, they want to put clearly. you back into that workforce. Yeah.
3: I checked everything, like on every one of the forums where they were like testing, asking what my skills were, I, and like what I'm looking for in a job. I constantly said that I want to fire people. <laughs> that was the only thing I constantly said yes to is like hiring and firing. Yes, <laughs> that was the only uh, that was the only consistent part of my uh, of my questionnaire.
2: That's kind of amazing. But I tried to be
3: so specific they couldn't possibly find mm. any work for me. Why?
2: Well, I didn't know what to do like i put it i put my job under like producer and director and they keep sending me i'm um, like video production stuff there's like oh look yeah. somebody with seven years of experiences on a video set and i'm just like i'm not even gonna i mean yeah. i applied for it come but in, i mean like i don't have
3: direct a fred Myers commercial seriously i mean yeah. like, yeah. i have
2: i don't know how to use that kind of equipment mm-hmm. i mean i'll apply for it so that they can laugh at me but i mean right. that's all i have going for me
3: i basically said i was an actor because i all the actors i know are unemployed and bitter and so i figured that like <laughs> that's yeah, I tried to skew everything towards essentially like acting, like reading copy, or like taking direction, mm. or like you know stage, whatever stage knowledge or you know physical characteristic presence stuff. Like basically how to perform because I just figured if you're an actor, you're probably always unemployed. <laughs> you're probably
1: yeah. screwed. Yes. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You, you pretty much are. And actually, that's that's a pretty good one to put on there because I mean, there's not that many auditions, and mm. really, and everyone's if, vying. If for you the don't want to do it. It's pretty easy to screw up an, an <laughs> Not audition. that you would because not that you're actively you're ever. seeking.
2: Well, absolutely out. not. You know, and I want to do that commercial
3: for Viagra or something yeah. or whatever it is. And I figure it's, like, it's a win-win. Like if they don't find work, then I'm just at home waiting for the check. Or if they do find work, then I'm acting. Then you're
2: magically an actor. I'm, hey, I'm an
3: actor. So it's, it's, all, it's all good.
2: So what else yeah. has Rick Emerson been doing? Yes, you I
3: think know? I think that's what the people want to know. Mm-hmm. The people.
2: The people. Dear tell the people I didn't know I was
3: supposed to uh, prepare an answer for this I have <laughs> I I wish I had I, I I don't know on the one hand well I, I will say this I was going to make It was going to make a Twitter post about this and I might still but
2: um, are you going to tweet it <laughs>
3: I might actually it was going to be the thing that I was that I was going to do and then I was would you I'm like actually, to
2: use my computer to I'm tweet it? I'm too
3: lazy slash busy to actually even send Twitter updates, but I... You know
2: that you can connect your Facebook page to your Twitter page now. It is.
3: No, it is totally... So like, when you
2: update your Facebook, then it goes to your Twitter. Actually, oh, I
3: didn't know you could do that. I knew you could do it the other way. Mm-hmm. No, I just saw a post, actually, just
1: before we came back on here, um, about... There's apparently some new program where you can update MySpace, Facebook,
3: and multiple Twitter accounts all with one program. See, I want a thing that will let me... Like, if I send a Twitter update or whatever, because that already goes to my Facebook, I want it then... I want to be able to embed that in my blog. So oh, that if yeah, I update yeah. my Twitter, oh, that'd be good. it like has it up, it posts as a blog post at rickemerson.com. well the cool
2: thing about sending it from Facebook to Twitter is that it just says the first part of the sentence but then if you have like you know a fan page like we created one for fun employment Radio, it's so like you send it there and then when it runs out of words it just sends a link directly to oh, hey, your Facebook that's cool. page yeah so it's cool so once I set so if I update something from the fa- from the Facebook page then it um, directs them to Twitter and then which in turn directs them right back to the page which, which is uh,
1: twitter.com slash radio. Fun imp. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they, they it sound like lettuce. Fun imp. Yeah, they ran. Well, our
3: name is so long, we we had to limit how many characters. So it's oh, is there a limit on how long your are Yeah, you're, oh, that's weird. Yeah, so we had to do fun imp radio. <laughs> well, in any event, uh, so I've been meaning to say for like Rick's days impressed. and days. Plug. But, uh, uh, in response to repeated inquiries about this, yes, I do have Left for Dead Two but it actually is still wrapped I haven't even gotten a chance to open it
2: because you know that you would never make it to Utah if you opened it. well that's true <laughs> Well, and I
3: was all I was so proud of myself because at first I thought I was going to be in Utah this week and I was like ah for the love of you know and I was all pissed off because I was, wanted to like play Left 4 Dead 2 before I had to go off to freaking Provo and and then I was like oh no 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 I got a whole week here where I'm going to be able to do nothing but kill zombies before I go to, and I haven't even had a chance to, to, to it's still sitting there, just wrapped, and I leave tomorrow morning, so it's ne- <laughs> I mean, it's now going to be, like, next week before I even get to open the thing. Because even if I were to take my Xbox to Utah, there's no, like, my in-laws, it's all, like, the big-ass old, like, wooden televisions with the oh. handles that open nothing. There's nothing I can hook my Xbox photograph to. photograph player. Yeah, I mean, so I would just be able to, I mean, I could take it with me and just stare at it, I guess, but I, uh,
2: Oh, and so. then it would just taunt you, because you know it's just going to be staring at you from here anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's I going be thinking about you that and coffee.
3: That's it. So I, no, I'm taking Visa with me. I'm, uh, I'm gonna wait, but I'm not gonna take it to the airport. I'm gonna wait until I'm through security, because then once you're through security at PDX, then there's a little uh, deli there that sells Visa. Oh
2: yeah, I've been to oh, a before. Okay. because
3: I never check anything, so they take it away from me, and then it makes me angry.
2: I never check anything either. No, I'm that. no, I'm afraid. No, yeah, I'm not gonna let anybody yeah, rifle through I my hate underwear. Checking.
3: Yeah, I'd lost luggage when
1: I went down and visit my brother in San Diego, probably last year. They lost our luggage and so we spent 3 days with the same clothes. Oh no. Cuz they kept telling us oh, to Oh, like be... that's
2: any different than now.
1: Well, yeah, but see, now now I'm unemployed. Now I don't care can anymore. See you. Yeah, nobody nobody sees me. I stay here all day. <laughs> all I do is wake up and start doing this and then start drinking about noon. <laughs> and then That's really my life. And then about I don't leave. my wife is trying to kick me out of the house to go do things and get out of here. So <laughs> No, but yeah, they lost it, and they kept saying, "Oh, it'll, it'll, we'll have it there tomorrow morning." Oh no, we'll have it there this
3: afternoon. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we'll have it there first thing the next morning. Three days later, yeah, we have no clothes. No, so. I don't ever trust them with anything. So it, I, everything gets crammed into the bag, and then the bag gets crammed like into the overhead compartment or yep. down yeah. below the thing. So, uh, so I'm gonna take Visa with me, but I haven't, yeah, I haven't even had a chance to open my Left for Dead too because I, I always forget kind of how busy the first few weeks of unemployment are mm-hmm. because the first week after being fired, it's just nothing but it's like paperwork and. Making sure I get all my whatever my documents and that I get my you know all, everything that's supposed to be paid to me is paid to me and, and desperately you
2: know, and, booking like all kinds of doctors' appointments before they take away your that insurance. was the other thing no I <laughs> called the, me too <laughs>
3: the, I called the dentist like that day me too <laughs> and I was like hey I just got fired I'm gonna lose my uh, I'm gonna lose my dental coverage in like four days what what can you do I just didn't I wasn't even like I had no pride about it I was just like I, I'm not gonna have any dental coverage fix me now mm-hmm. and he was like okay and I get they must hear that a lot because- they do
2: they were unfazed when I went to my dental appointment that's exactly exact same thing they're like oh yeah this happens often I'm like okay
3: they actually said they go well you don't need a whole lot just a few cleanings like book them now yeah like (laughs) anything and so I went in got it all done and uh so that was the first week it's just like getting getting my dental work done and then getting all my paperwork handled and then the next the last two weeks sort of leading up to now um has just been it's like everybody I have ever known in the history of my life, has called and wanted, they've like sent me a thing wanting to take me to lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just like, uh, okay, you're paying for this lunch? Yes, okay, I'm in. So- <laughs> yeah, and then you
2: were talking to me about how everyone's paying for your goddamn lunches. Oh, yeah. And then I <laughs> right paid for you your lunch. Yeah, and then you paid. And it I didn't even realize awesome. it because I'm just like, because Rick and Greg and I all went out to lunch and then I'm just like, oh, let me get this, guys. Let me get this. And then, and then screw you. And the next thing you're like, oh, everyone keeps paying for my lunches. I'm like, God, damn it, I have not
3: I felt paid <laughs> for a meal during the day in like since I got fired. And everybody because they all, you know, they usually they they just want they want to pump you for gossip or something, which I don't really have. So, mm-hmm. but you know, be, you know yeah, we're on food. the outside now. Yeah, I love all this. that. Yeah, people wanting, oh, so what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing for all kinds yeah. of different things?
2: I don't fucking know. Yeah, <laughs> well, I hate it when people keep asking like, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? They're asking me that like the day after we were laid off. I'm just like, seriously, I'm going to take a second. I'm going to breathe. Yeah, and you. Need just stop like pestering me for a second.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, I'm so I'm basically just like storing food in my hump for the uh, for the lean the lean months <laughs> that are ahead, but fattening up for winter. Yeah. So that is but that is pretty much that is pretty much slowed down. No, I think I've had all the lunches I can conceivably. And actually and it, it, this sounds dumb, but I actually started to get sick of it. It's like yeah. every day it was like, "Oh, more free food." Fine, I guess I'll go to I guess I'll go to, you know, wherever. Um,
2: well, now's the time people start to forget about us. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, this is the novelty of me not being on the radio has a shelf life. I've learned of about twenty-one days.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so as
3: of today, people are no longer intrigued by the fact that I'm gone and will begin to forget that I exist. So
2: nobody could fine. ever forget that. I'm just
3: saying it's it's you know. But uh, so then I'm going to Utah. And I'll be back. Then it's Thanksgiving, and uh, I'm I'm telling you right now for Thanksgiving, don't call me, don't email me, don't come by my house uh, for Thanksgiving because Lara's staying a few days longer than I am
2: because she's a good daughter
3: and yeah because she's a good daughter and she feels all this weird like obligation to spend time with her family because they're you know related and whatever and I told her that like you don't have to like just <laughs> because they're blah, your blah. parents you don't have to you know you don't have to spend time with them And mm-hmm. she feels like she should so um, so she is going to stay a few days later because she knows that I would crack if I had to be in Utah much longer than that and then I'm going to come home so I will have like three days here Just me and the poodles, and uh, and seriously, I'm gonna shut the door and I'm gonna turn off my phone and I'm not gonna do a. And you're just gonna kill zombies, yeah. That's it. I am gonna do nothing. I'm yeah. I'm not gonna do anything. I don't want to do. And then the week after that, then we'll see.
2: Yeah. Mm Well, then at least um, you have something to look forward to after Utah because you have like this bright, shiny package yes. sitting there waiting for you. That's yes. right. And then
3: on November 30th, Yes! the Rick Emerson Thanksgiving Spectacular.
2: Extravaganza. That's right.
3: Yes. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, so that is going to be posted. Uh, it'll be available. You'll be able to uh, view it, listen to it. It's going to be video and audio. Uh, and it's going to be uh, Tim, Sarah Gregg, and myself, Tim Riley, Greg Nibbler, Sarah Dillon, uh, and myself. And. Yeah, for those who who maybe uh, were not familiar with The Rick Emerson Show, so it's the three of us and then Tim Riley, who is our esteemed news director and has been for many years. Uh, at palatial Riley Manor in lovely Tampa, I can't one. wait to see it. I've I never am, seen it. Yeah, me neither. I've known I'm Tim for excited. eight
2: years, and I have never seen his house. You yeah, yeah. picture
3: the best house you've ever seen in your life, and then know that that pales before the glory and splendor of Tim. <laughs> see, residence. that's why I'm almost nervous. I'm just afraid I'm going to walk in and break something instantly. I know or we, spill something. We or... bought
2: some red wine this morning, and we were kind of nervous. Like, like, I, like, I don't maybe know. Maybe we should buy sippy cups. I do yeah.
3: know that he his couch, the couch in the living room. I forget the actual figure. I think he might have mentioned it on the air at one point. I do know the couch in his living room cost. Thousands of, of dollars. Oh I'm just God, gonna be standing. Already, yeah, that makes me more nervous already. My couch, like my, I have actually I have two couches, and together they cost me two hundred and fifty dollars. And I'm an adult. Yeah, so... my green couch
2: yeah. in my living room that I've toted everywhere since I've lived in Portland it was seventy five dollars.
3: Yeah, I think
1: we paid probably hundred and seventy bucks for the two that we have out here. Yeah, <laughs> off Craigslist. Tim, of class. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Tim's couch costs more than my first three cars put together. So just you know, be beware when you're slinging your red, oh red wine around. Um... Uh, so, yeah, so the four of us, and then a lot of the folks who were on our show uh, over the years. Don Taylor, who writes for com, and David Walker. And she started
2: her own podcast, too. It, did mm-hmm. she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Good for her. Yeah, we were talking to Bobby yesterday, and he said, like, he's engineering it in his living room. So it's, I can't remember the name of it.
1: I don't remember either. Ham
2: <gasps> Radio I mean, or something. Hamfisted Radio, I think. Ham-fisted well, ham-fisted she's, movies. yeah, she reviews his, Movies, maybe. She just does mo- movie reviews and Excellent. stuff. Excellent. Good. Yeah. On her. Well done. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, so she'll be there, and, um, Large amounts of alcohol, I think, and um, uh, Aaron Duran and Scott Daly of Geek in the City and Court and Fatboy, and so it'll be uh, a big extravaganza, and then that'll be audio and video uh, on the 30th, which is uh, a week from this coming Monday.
2: I love everyone's freaking out about being on video. I know.
3: Yeah, it's
1: funny. It's like, uh, what's the big deal? Who the hell I mean, cares? Yeah, I don't see what the, yeah, what the hubbub is about hubbub i just said hubbub. The hubbub why did i just say hubbub i don't, I don't know. know see i'm it automatically with the three of us in this room i'm going back to like radio, radio well it's the power turns, like structure the terrestrial radio I thing know. but no because i'm i'm instantly in my head editing myself oh don't say fuck don't say no i'm looking at rick and i've asshole. worked with don't rick say, for like eight you know,
2: years and i'm like mm,
1: yeah yeah so i don't know what exciting. i'm talking about but anyway um i think we need to do a little bit of karaoke
2: maybe well first i want to talk to him because uh, i know that we've all been out of the loop because of, um, you know, our unemployment and whatnot. Did you hear this tequila thing? Oh,
3: yes. We were just talking about this. You should know that I haven't followed any news. Uh, apparently there was, like, a series of shootings or something not too long ago. <gasps> I
2: guess so. I
3: had no idea. Yeah, yeah. In Tigard or Twelton or something I, like that? See, so it starts with a T somewhere. I have no idea, you know. And because... there was, like, some
2: soldiers that were shooting, like, at some... Well, there
3: was the Fort... Brag
2: thing or something. Yeah, I, yes. I'm,
3: you know, not trying to make light of it. I'm just saying, like, without without Tim Riley in the like that, people say, "Well, where did you get your news before?" And I got it from like a blonde man sitting about three feet away from mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And so really, without Tim to follow me around and tell me the news, I have no idea what's going on. All right, you can't look at that. What was what?
2: That uh, is from the video. So should I? I need to tell you.
3: There's um, yeah. quasi pornographic photos that have just appeared on Tim's monitor or <laughs> on uh, Greg's monitor.
2: <laughs> that I don't know what
3: you're talking about. Um, yeah, so Wait, this is what we were... Okay, yeah. this is what we were just discussing.
1: That's Tila Tequila. This is Yeah, this is from Sarah's Entertainment News here just a little bit ago. Um.
2: So the other night, she got shitfaced faced and uh, decided to go... Okay, so here's the story. Reality show TV star Tequila, Tila Tequila took off all of her clothes for an online rant at her Ustream page on Thursday. The MySpace popular artist danced on her, in her naked glory during a live video and ranting about her personal hygiene and ex-boyfriend... According to TMZ, she stripped down to her birthday suit, which I've seen, and ranted for hours about almost everything. She claimed people call her an attention whore. Can you believe that? Blah, blah, blah. She also says she's an angel because she's here to save the world with her army. (laughs) And then there she is. And then at one point in the video, she proceeds to uh, rip out her tampon. Yeah.
3: Wow. Um, So at first, like, here's what happened is that uh, A, I looked over the screen and there were these, (laughs) uh, these photos of a naked girl. And then as soon as you said it was Tila Tequila, like, I was immediately less interested. Like, I just suddenly was no longer... It was like... (laughs) They were no longer hot. Um, Because I just... I just find her so repellent. She so vile. And her her little tiny gremlin face. Absolutely. Yeah. Court
2: was calling her... Or what did Court say? She looked like a shaved Ewok yesterday. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's like... It's like Gollum with boobs. It's (laughs) like you took a normally proportioned woman and you, like, in Photoshop made her face, like, 20% too small.
2: Yeah. And...
3: Mm -hmm. And also, is that what that white thing is? It's the tampon string. There's yes. the tampon That's string right so, there. And then she took it out like angrily. Did she wave she, like, it like flings a totem? it out? She's because like, she's uh. like declaring
2: that she's woman. She's like, Yeah, excuse me, I'm a grown woman and I'm confident in myself. I think a woman's body is a beautiful thing. That's why I'm a lesbian. I was born naked. Anyone who's against that is gay and in denial. W- when was not she think-
3: a lesbian? Wasn't she dating some football player? Just yeah, like Sean Merriman. She's, she's uh-huh. been bisexual. Could- she she's suing Sean Merriman again,
2: too. Yeah. So that was who she was going on the tirade about, um, and she was again. Yeah, she also was calling him um, a woman beater repeatedly. Okay. And she proved him wrong by ripping out her tampon. That's <laughs> right. This marks
3: the the end of the public's fascination with her, by the way, because like once, I, I think that like once and guys would probably agree with me on this. Like once you've kind of shown everything like that, I mean, really, there's, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that that's that. I am not trying to say that that's all that, like, you know, that's all that women have to offer, whatever, but that's all Tila Tequila has mm, to that offer. absolutely. Because yes. clearly there's, like, no personality. There's nothing of value beneath the surface there. So once the surface is revealed, you know, it's like, you know what it is? It's like one of those, um, it's like one of those novelty birthday cakes that they hide a stripper inside of, but mm-hmm. let's pretend that there's no stripper inside. Let's pretend that the cake is just hollow. Really, all you have is like a thin veneer of icing over nothing, over <laughs> just a big void, a big vacuum.
2: Well, and if she's trying to like, you know, compel men by like, you know, shaking her cakes and her vagina in front of their face. Yes. Like, well, yeah, she's, that's, that's she's it. She's tainted her vagina. I mean, no, I mean. She has her That's vagina. all she has. Seriously, but I mean, like, and I'm a woman gone. and I know yeah. like no man is going to find you dancing around with a plug in you, you know, like with a string hanging out sexy like that's just not gonna work anything remotely
1: about her that I may have found attractive that was left which is hardly anything
3: is completely gone that's that's what I mean it's gone it's just like like it's
2: not committing to womanhood because you have to you know shove a piece of cotton in you once a month
3: (laughs) I'm just back on the phrase tainting her vagina which sounds like some sort of acrobatic routine
2: well how is it I am woman hear me roar to be wearing tampons that just doesn't like the whole thing doesn't make any sense yeah no
3: I don't and yet the thing is I can't quit looking at the screen I I know (laughs) I just realized did you think that
2: you caught Greg with porn what? When you first saw it, did you think you caught Greg with, like, well, of Well, I could like be in screens? here looking at
3: porn. <laughs> I oh, if- I forgot. We're recording our podcast. I oh thought maybe there God. was, like, another side business that had sprung up um, <laughs> in the absence of regular employment. Got to make money.
2: Well, well, speaking of side businesses, I'm so glad Laura liked her dog painting. Oh, we should mention yes. this. So
3: um, uh, I will be posting this later at uh, rickemerson.com. But uh, s- we'll back up for a second. So years ago, the first time I helped Sarah move anywhere like from apartment one to apartment two or t- from two to three or something. Mm. I helped you move years ago. And there were these paintings on the wall. And um, and I don't know if they're oil paintings or whatever, how that worked. But they were like, in other words, they were not prints. They were things that I, paintings on canvas. And I said, well, who did those? And you went, and you were just, like all people who can draw or paint, you think that there's nothing to it. Uh, like that's the most infuriating thing to people who can't draw <laughs> is people who can are always sort of dismissive. Like, oh, I did those. And I was like, well, I, like I can't draw anything at all. So it's fascinating to me. It's like people who can't sing. You know, and um, and I said, oh, those are really, really great. Fast forward to um, a few months ago when I saw that you were doing a painting of Muppet, um, and uh, so you were doing a painting of Muppet, which is a, a dog, which is the dog that now resides with your yeah, parents. Yes, so Muppet
2: was mine, and then now he, he's lived with my parents now for about a year.
3: And you were doing a painting of him to give to your to give to your mom, mm-hmm. and it was Muppet as a superhero, which was awesome. <laughs> and I said. I forget how the conversation even came up, but I was like, "That is fantastic! You could totally make a living in Portland, making doing photos of portraits of people's dogs," and uh, which you still could. And so, I when my wife's birthday was coming up, and you only need to forget a birthday once if you're a husband to be, the guy who forgets birthdays.
2: I, that was a black period when you forgot her birthday. I forgot my e- wife's
3: birthday once years Yikes. ago, and yeah. I forget what the excuse was, but it was like I actually there was some reason why it had slipped my mind or whatever. But it's like forever now. I am. I am the guy who forgets birthdays, so now every November I feel like I have to do something interesting or, you know, funny or unique or that she's not (laughs) expecting. So for the last few weeks, uh, Sarah has been making this painting of Max and Philo, our two dogs. Um, And so I finally – so Sarah got it to me last night. She me. She's like, I've got the painting done. Come pick it up. And it's like (laughs) the best thing you've ever seen. And I unveiled it this morning because we're going to be in Utah for her birthday and we can't travel with it. So I unveiled it. And she was just, like, flabbergasted. She just, she literally squealed with delight. Really? Squealed like a small child. It is fantastic. And she, uh, you'll be happy to know this, she took a photo of it, (coughs) pardon me, a photo of it, and she immediately emailed the photo and, uh, you know, to her, her Facebook page or whatever, and then texted every single person in her address book. You know, like, OMG, I got the best thing for my birthday. Go check out this painting that our friend Sarah did. Oh,
2: whatever. that's so so cool. So she was like over
3: the moon about it. But that'll be up at rickemerson.com. Yeah, right.
2: and I think I am going to try to do the whole, you know, like, dog painting thing. So Are we'll you going to be I in
3: this goes. city? You could totally, you could yeah. make it the rest
1: yeah, of your that's life what I'm doing it. Yeah, you could make a killing doing this.
2: Oh, I'm just looking at her page right now.
1: Okay, but I think before we go any further, we should, we need to figure out what we're going to do for karaoke. Yes, and
2: I know that um, Rick has something that he has to do with his voice later, so he's not going to be able to. So to we sing we with should us. sing to him.
3: So this is like a mystery song thing sort of thing where I'm going to leave the room and you're going to decide what you will serenade me with yes well because yeah. we don't
2: want you to you know I, I usually don't let people scoot out of getting in, you know not doing karaoke but
3: no he's got a valid reason though yes I, your,
2: your voice is your
3: instrument well and I and here's I should say for the record because now you have to make this disclaimer with everybody that I don't have the pig flu because because I do seem to be getting better I'm much better than I was yesterday Um, But, you know, like, there was a time in our society not too long ago when you were sick, people would take care of you. But Mm. now it's like if you're sick, people avoid you. You're (gasps) like a leper.
2: Ryan wouldn't speak to me for two days because he was afraid he was going to miss work because he'd be (laughs) sick. I'm like, fuck you. You say you love me, and I'm just, like, sitting at home sick alone. I was at a
3: Walgreens the other day, and a guy just (laughs) coughed. And I think he just had something in his throat or something, or he was a smoker or whatever. But he just, like, coughed in a non-Flemmy way, and immediately it was like, (sighs) everybody (laughs) just backed up three steps. (laughs) Um, and so yeah, people don't have any sympathy for the sick but so I don't have the pig flu but I, I do have like a. and there's the, all that wind if you mm-hmm. guys have been oh wind- yeah oh yeah here in Portland there's like all these like this insane wind that is like whipping up these tornadoes of dirt and leaves near my house so I'm breathing in all of this dirt So my voice is kind of thrashed, uh, and i got to talk uh, for a while later this evening. So next time, though, I will full-on karaoke next time. Okay. I I will make up for this egregious omission next time.
2: I believe you. Well, since we interviewed Meatloaf, maybe you and I can do a little Paradise for the Dashboard. Totally.
3: Count me in. Yeah. All right. I'll
2: duck out. I have a really good idea. All right.
1: So so Rick is leaving the room right now. All right. So what do we...
2: Do you remember the song that he hated the most? Wait, which one? Which one? Because there was a few of them.
1: He hated
2: Sex on Fire the most. He did hate that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Let me God. see if I can find that.
1: All all right, right, so let's yeah, see, see if we get that. All right, hang on. All right, let's bring it back in. Okay, right. Okay. Come back in.
2: Come back in.
1: All right. Our <clears throat> diabolical
2: plan has come together.
1: All right, so this is a staple of Fun Employment Radio. We have to sing karaoke.
2: Yes, somebody has to. So, um, you know, you have to save your voice. But we want to dedicate this song to you. Okay. This is very yes. near and dear to all of our hearts. And I know that this is a personal favorite of yours.
1: The anticipation is killing me. Kings of Leon. Uh, Let's break it up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is for you, Rick Emerson. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, for Rick Emerson. Let's see if it plays on.
2: It does. It, well, it just takes a few seconds. It's weird to uh, see. The yeah, uh,
3: magic is so... It's like waiting for dessert. Yeah.
2: Does it doesn't get any better oh, than this. God.
3: Oh, man. I'm flashing I how... back. I love how the intro is like 25 seconds, too. Well, of course, you can never have... You know, I'm used to a much shorter version of this. Isn't this this intro typically a second and a half? It does seem seem rather long.
2: I love my Kings of Leon songs, a minute 47.
3: (laughs) Taking too long to get to the hook. This will never resonate with the audience.
2: (laughs) Do you want me to start, Craig? Lay where you're laying. (laughs) Don't make a sound. Oh, wow. I know they're watching. They're
1: watching. All the commotion The kitty loves pain The kitty oh, love pain It has people talking What
3: does that mean? Talking and being, Everybody Being creeped out uh,
0: Your,
2: your sex, sex is on fire
3: Is that why the kitty's feeling pain? I'm not sure That's Ew, really that's What is this?
2: Dark of the alley The breaking of day I
3: don't think I've ever heard these lines No
2: Head while I'm driving What? I'm I'm driving
1: driving. Soft lips are open The knuckles are pale What am I
3: singing about? (laughs) Feels like you're dying Are you still talking to the kitty here? You're dying
0: Whoa (laughs) Yo! Your sex is on
2: fire! (laughs) Wait, we're the word. And so! We're the words who transpire! This makes no sense. No. Hot as a fever! I don't remember this. Rattling bones! Rattling bones? (laughs) I could just taste it. They are famous. What the fuck is this song taste about? Taste it. Had in your body.
1: <laughs> if it's not, not forever.
2: <laughs> if it's just tonight.
1: Oh, it's still the greatest. The greatest. The, the greatest. greatest. Your...
2: Your sex is on fire. You know you miss it, right? Yo! We're breaking it down. Your sex is on fire! I wish
3: we could have a consultant listen this. <laughs> so, <laughs> hook test this version.
0: So! transpire so
3: we've merged the talk show and the music together into one
0: <laughs>
3: it works it the works the audience will love it
0: your
2: your sex is on fire when does the song end never and so, so where the words do transpire
1: still want to know what the hell we're singing about
2: it sounded like he molested and raped somebody. It sounds like a pedophile song. It
3: sounds a lot like, yeah. Your like, soft
2: lips. I don't care if it's forever as long as it's just tonight.
3: It, it and feels
1: like you're dying. Rattling bones. and Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm not really sure what we
3: just did.
2: Kings of Leon, everybody.
3: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Platinum artist Kings of Leon.
2: <laughs> we'll never even come close to uh. their wealth. All right. Rick, thank you for coming in and yes. dealing with our ridiculousness.
3: Uh, no, it was awesome. I, uh, <laughs> I will, anytime you want me, I'm happy to come back. Oh, awesome. And, well, and I will home make home. up for my lack of karaoke by doing the full Paradise by the Dashboard light next time if you want. Awesome. Okay, I
2: love it. Because we did interview Meatloaf in episode five. Which That's was fantastic,
3: like. by the way. Oh, well done. Thank you. So exciting. Yeah, that, uh, that was so awesome.
2: Yeah, That
1: worked out. Uh, yeah, episode five, which you can check out at FunEmploymentRadio.com and or on is, iTunes yeah, as well.
2: And sign up for it and leave comments. We've had about uh, 80 people rate us. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we appreciate it all. Yeah,
1: definitely leave us a message there. You can give us a call at 503-575-9120, and you can uh, follow us on Twitter now at Twitter.com slash Fun Imp Radio uh, <laughs> Saying Twitter is just so weird
2: No you saying Fun Imp Radio is Fun Imp
1: Radio It sounds like you got a head cold and you're trying to say something <laughs> it's else Fun I don't know what I'm doing there. Yeah, I don't either. All right. Uh, Rick Emerson at rickemerson.com. Thank you.
2: And be watching for our Thanksgiving Spectacular at rickemerson.com. It's going to be airing November 30th. Woo-hoo.
1: Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back on Monday with a brand new show. And we've got uh, Greg Gersh coming into the studio yes. on Monday. Yes. And um, Actually, we have so much stuff There's next week. There's a lot of stuff going on next week. We're in. cramming
2: a lot in before Thanksgiving.
1: Absolutely. So uh, stay tuned, and uh, we will talk to you next week.